Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Morency, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. George Kurtz will step up and in and kick it uh, with us. We're just talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning's uh, greatness. And um, uh, George Kurtz told us last week, if you remember, that he doesn't want the Lightning to win because he's getting nervous about the Lightning moving in on the New York Islanders uh, right now. And they really are moving in on the New York Islanders right now as the Lightning have won their 10th straight playoff series. Um, the last team to do this, the New York Islanders, won 19 straight playoff series. You imagine that? 19 straight playoff series? You know how hard that is to do? I don't care what era it is. You know, what's his name? Uh, Pat Maroon. This guy's won 14 in a row now, huh? He's been on Tampa for the two years, and he was on the Blues before that. So he's actually won 14 consecutive playoff series. So, man, the New York Islanders won 19 straight from 1980 to 1984. The Montreal Canadiens reached it twice in its history. They won 13 straight playoff series from 1976 to 1980, and they won 10 straight from uh, 1956 to 1960. The Canadiens, though, it's a little bit... you know, if you're wondering, oh, that's impressive, well, the Islanders way more. They didn't play as many series in the old days. So I don't, I don't think the Canadians, the Canadians didn't have to play like as many. You know what I mean? Remember, it used to be like game. It used to be best of five. I like that, actually. I'm a big fan of the best of five in the first round. It's pretty suicidal and Russian roulette-ish, but that's what makes it good. You know, in the old days, my grandfather played in the semifinals. Um, he played in the, uh, the 1942 semifinals. Scored the game-winning goal, actually. In, uh, in the only game the Canadians won. But can you imagine the semifinals? It was a best of three in those days. So you better get it right, man. <laughs> People complain now. <laughs> like in 19, think about it, 1942, the semifinals was like a best of three. And uh, the, um, I think the finals, I think the finals was seven. I think maybe the finals might have been five in the old, old days. But uh, I know I know the semifinals were it was a best of three, which is like I said, it's not a lot of room for air. Uh, but the season was shorter and stuff, and there was only six teams, right? It was the original six. It's pretty badass if you think about it. How the NHL sustained itself through all those years with just six teams, <laughs> like just six teams. Seriously, like they did, they didn't bring in teams until like what, like 60, uh, 67? 67 and 70 and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, team, they started to bring teams in. Like, you know, they had the original six. They meant it, the original six. So, yeah, so Kurtz is like a Dolphin fan. He wants to pop the champagne and stuff. And I tweeted this out as far as the Lightning are concerned that, you know, we all, you know, live in the past a lot. We all, all this, they're not as good as this team and that team and stuff. These guys would smoke the old teams. But to be known as a great, great team, you got to match the numbers. And I got to tell you, 
if, listen, they win three times, that's pretty super crazy good. They win four times, we got to put them with the best of all time. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pips, the pips, the hustlers, the people of Buster, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We're far from done. George Kurtz from the Sports Grid Radio Networks uh, will join us on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates on the Sports Grid Radio Network. So Kurtz will step up and in uh, from uh, Long Island, uh, New York. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. We got Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible. SI.com will join us a little bit uh, later on. We'll just uh, run the golf. Let's talk some football. USFL season's uh, cruising along uh, right now, and I've enjoyed it. You know what? The USFL, it's it's been okay. It's been pretty good for betting purposes. That's why... Um, you know, that's why I've enjoyed it because I'm starting to figure it out right now. But what I don't like is the fact it's tough, right? I mean, I'm watching USFL football yesterday head-to-head against the NHL playoffs. You got the PGA Championship going on. I get it. There's always going to be something on, right? There's always going to be something on. But at the same point in time, you know, if you're starting a new league, it'd be better off if you weren't going exactly head-to-head with, like, everything, I understand counter-programming, but uh, you're going head-to-head with everything. Speaking of counter-programming, I think I would have uh, rather watched like a rerun of I Love Lucy than that basketball game tonight. Like, pretty much, let's just call it off with, pretty much any game, like the Eastern Conference sucks, okay? You know, like it was like the Philadelphia games earlier, right? The Philadelphia-Toronto series was, was pretty good. After when Embiid was hurt, after, you know what I mean, the games, like Miami are just not an entertaining team. Like Miami are either going to win a game by playing ugly basketball uh, or they're just going to be terrible and just going to get murdered like what happened tonight. That's the Miami Heat. Uh, Don't kid yourself for a second if you don't think that the NBA and their television partners all want the Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors as opposed to the Miami Heat versus the Golden State Warriors. Listen, I think the Heat can win this series still, even though they got throttled tonight. I mean, the way this thing's gone, whatever, man. They'll go back to Miami. Miami will win. They'll go back to Boston. Boston will win. And then it'll come down to a game seven. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Let's roll the Monday Night Meltdown continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them. And everybody else in between, let's do this thing. With a full house here this evening, George Kurtz is going to step up and in. We've got Rick Saratella, SI.com, NFL Drop Bible, uh, joining us uh, as well. Um, another busy night. It's a busy time of the year right now, and uh, we'll get through 
will get through the playoffs, and then next thing you know, the National Football League uh, season will be here. Feels like football season sort of begun, like college football, the smack talk uh, has begun. We've got late night baseball going on. I've got action uh, on it. Manny Machado has just struck out. It's 2-2 right now. It's a 2-2. Extra innings um, coming up. Extra innings uh, coming up. Everybody loves the runner on second base. And uh, I believe it was Fight Resistance on Twitter who asked me, and I it was a very fair question, and we've discussed this a lot. Let's bring George Kurtz in right now. Uh, George, he asked a very logical question. And he said, with the runner on second base, wouldn't it be, wouldn't, shouldn't you just bunt the runner over to third base, like immediately? And it, the, to, 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 to end the baseball game. And you, you, I'm not going to say you never see it because you see some teams will do it, but very rarely will teams do it. And I understand it's not a blind spot situation. You're not doing it with Mookie Betts up or something. I get it. But it's something that you don't see very often. I think you're looking at it like this. There's a lot of that goes into it. I think it's uh, if you're the away team, the top of the inning, no, I'm not butting the runner over. Because you're just playing for a tie, right? Because they can do the same thing at the bottom of the inning or maybe they even score two runs and you lose here. Analytics tell you you should not do it. That actually your chances of scoring the run. Oh, uh, yeah, suck the analytics. Yeah, the analytics uh, guys never played baseball before. Well, the analytics, the analytics goes by percentages. So you can't say that. All right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell but... you that... Once again, I'm just going by the numbers here. Numbers tell you that you're, the odds of you scoring a run, run around second base, nobody out, not bunting is higher than bunting and getting the guy over. Now, I don't know if that, if that includes a successful bunt or just trying to bunt. I, I yeah, that's a good uh, point. Right, there could be numbers in there where it was, you know, the guy popped it up or he didn't go the run, he got thrown out at third or whatever. You know, so I – and you said it. You're not going to – if Aaron Judge is up, well, you're not going to have him – what was the last time Aaron Judge bunted? So it also matters who, who's up, right? And if you have, uh, you know, Trevino up, oh, yeah, bunt. Yeah, just bunt. He can't hit anyway, so have the guy bunt. But I think the theory is, well, just hit the ball the other way. You'll get the runner over anyway, and you got a shot for a hit. They can't do that. Once again, the batter can do that, which, as you just said, most can't. So uh, I think if I'm the home team and the top and the runner doesn't – and the, uh, the visiting team doesn't score a top of the inning game – I gotta put the guy over. I just, uh, to me, it's logical. Get the guy to third. All I need is a fly ball. You know, they're gonna bring the infield in. A ground ball can get through here. A wild pitch, an error, a pass ball, anything. Catches the interference. It scores the run here. Actually, catches the interference doesn't. But, uh, but like I said, the numbers tell you no. But uh, I'm a proponent of bunting if the right guy is up at the plate, and it's the home team. Um, let me ask you, uh, George. Are you wearing? Uh, is your dog in the room? Um, or are you wearing a chain or something? I hope it's the dog, because I like the dog. <laughs> uh, my dog is here, yes. All right, so is that the, the rattling of a chain? And uh, secondly, Actually, like, why is why do I hear, like, is there a speaker on or something? Uh, uh, I hear, I, it's, like, uh, it's like I'm talking to a caller on the radio. I hear myself. No, that, I'm not hearing that, so that's, uh, you got to ask Matthias for that. Yeah. Oh, way, the, the dog is in the room, by the way, but no. uh, you, were, you were probably hearing my chain, so the dog is out cold. Yes, okay. That, that's, thank you. You got to take your chain off before, George. Like, when you lean in, it rattles and it like hits your microphone and stuff. I just took it off. Relax. God. I got to like have a, a checklist of like these things. Right, check, check. All right, see, the echo is still sort of there, uh, but. You know, I actually tell these people, I tell these people before, like to do a, a check with guests, like don't be on a speakerphone, don't need to be using any of these earbuds, in your case, don't be wearing all your bling, you wear too much bling and jewelry, Kurtz, it's your problem, you think I you're a baseball player with like thick, thick chains and, and stuff, uh, like no, who are no, you, you think things. you're Derek Jeter? I think for my mom, and I do have a, uh, a Yankee uh, silver thing that I wear. You won't hear it when it's not baseball season. I take it off. I don't ever want to hear it. You're the only guest ever. I'm like, I know. I'm like, dear God, is this guy like, what's what's this rattling sound? Like, what's this? You know, I'm a musician, bro. Like, I'm in a band. Like, you guys in this business, like, you guys, you'd get murdered in a studio, bro. Like, 
like honestly like producers would be like like they would like seriously like be like all right get this guy out of the studio uh we you know like what's that effing noise like i remember man i recorded we recorded at metalworks where triumph owns the studio and stuff and we're pretty somewhat. I'm not going to say we're pro-pro, but we're pretty good. And, and like we've recorded in nice studios before. And we go in there, man. And I plug in. Buddy's like, all right, so give me your sound and stuff. I plug in. And right away, man, he, like, covers his ears. He's like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, oh. And he's like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong? And he goes, what's wrong? He goes, you can't hear what's wrong. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. He goes, first off, and he like t t turns my gain way down. He goes, first off, like he goes, you're not getting anything heavier just by, he goes, you're just getting noise here, right? And he showed me the before and after. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, um, yeah, Chris Holland says, George is wearing a collar. Uh, yeah, kink time with Kurtz. You, no, no, settle down, guys. Save this for your, your chat stuff after. I don't want to think of Kurtz in any collars and bondage and stuff like that. Just disturb, disturbing images. We're <laughs> in, in, the late, in the late night. Yeah, Kurtz keeps it clean. Kurtz, he doesn't even drink. Kurtz only drinks Pepsi. Yeah. I'm, pretty, uh, I'm drinking one now, by the way. I am pretty much the definition of... Uh, see, I don't mind if I hear your Pepsi drinking. I just don't want to hear your chain rattling. This rattles my chain. I blame Matthias for this. I really do. He should know better. Like, I'll blame know, Matthias, like, too. I love that. It's your fault, Matthias, that I was wearing the uh, two chains and I forgot to take it off. Yeah, like, I swear, between every, every one of you guests, every, every guest has, like, a little thing. Like, let's go through the list here. You got Teddy Covers. Teddy Covers, whatever, always has a sore throat, George. And the guy's got, like, I don't know, like, cough drops or something. In a bowl, all right, and I could hear him like, like unpack. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so say, say, big. I had to stop. I was like, hey, I said, what's going on over there? I said, what are you like? You opening a bag of chips? Like, what, what, what are you doing? He goes, I'm not opening a bag. I think. So I asked him. I said, listen, in the future. In the future, put your damn cough drops in a bowl or something without the package so you don't have to unwrap them. And uh, he actually has. Uh, for you, and this isn't the first time I've told you and I've asked you not to wear a chain and lean in. Because like I said, I don't know, like, what are you, Jennifer Lopez? Like, I never had this problem with anyone, George. 20 years I've been on here. I've had porn stars on it. I've never had to tell them, hey, your jewelry's banging into the mic too much. <laughs> You've set, you've set a record. I've got, I've got Babana on Wednesdays whose phone is like this guy. I don't know. He bought his phone from like that like pawn shop wars or something. He bought his phone from a storage locker in 2012, I think. Uh, we got Teddy Finn on. Uh, so basically, like, what night am I not terrorized? Okay, um, we we all get together and do this on purpose just to hear you complain for a segment. It's pretty much what we do. I think you do. I think you guys enjoy it. Well, I do. I do enjoy it. <laughs> I actually do enjoy. It. I actually like it. Crosses my mind, George. Actually, after and I'm like, do these people do this to me on purpose? But I don't think you guys are conspiring and talking about it. I don't think you're conspiring together. But I think it's. I do think you enjoy it, though. I do enjoy it. Right. I don't do it on purpose. Not usually, anyway. But I do enjoy it. I'm not going to blame you for clicking and stuff. I hear you're clicking, too. That gets me, too. But I can't go that far. All right. We're going to get the more stuff. We're Kurtz on the other side. Silence on the set. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Serenity now. Serenity now. <laughs> I do appreciate our guests joining us, but I think in the future. So don't worry, George. Down the road, like, you'll you'll be set free because I'm going to be one of these people. I'm just going to go crazy finally. I'm going to be like, no. I'm going to be like Howard Hughes. No guess because the sounds. <laughs> the sound. Even during the break, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, I was like yeah, whatever. Like Julio. Every week, Julio. Like, I'm always like, Julio, what's that sound? And he goes, what? And he stops and there's no sound. And it starts again. I'm like, what's that sound, man? And then he goes, oh, uh, I'm walking. I'm pacing. He goes, I'm walking as I talk to you. He's just living room. Can he, I can hear the carpet. It's like his pants rubbing together or something like that, man. Swear to God. I don't know what it is, too. You figure for someone that's been in a speed metal band for like 30 years, and I have like the sound cranked all the time, that my ears would be shot. But I'm telling you, I have like super hearing strength. Like I hear like a bottle drop and I look out my window and I see like a homeless dude like three blocks away picking up a bottle and stuff. I'm like, damn, man, I got to put my powers to, to, to monetary use somehow. Like only if I could figure out like what the bank, the bank, uh, the bank vault, the numbers, I could, you know what I mean? I could, I could really make some money here. So we got a poll question. Uh, yeah, what, what's up, Degenerate Dean? Go on, Larry King. <laughs> what's the question? Fix your mic. <laughs> uh, it'll get me started, uh, Dean. All right, so I got a poll question here in a late night hour. It's a late night poll. Do you believe that Josh Donaldson has COVID or the Yankees lying and just don't want him around for, for a few days? And I missed the D actually, but uh, it says A's. God, damn, that's what happens late at night. Um, 80%. And uh, we've had 95 uh, votes, actually, in the, in the last, like, uh, 20 minutes already here. So I just retweeted to get a little bit more action on this thing. Um, 80%, George, feel the Yankees are lying. And Josh Donaldson doesn't have COVID. What do you think? Uh, it's unlikely that he doesn't have it. I don't think the Yankees are going to sit him and pay him not to play here. So it's, uh, maybe Gallo and Higashioka went on COVID yesterday. So this is probably just a follow-up of that, which going going through the team. I think if not for those two going on COVID, I might be more to the uh, little conspiracy theory here that yep. maybe they're uh, doing this. But the fact that they went on, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I thought this was really overblown completely. I thought what Donaldson did was wrong and not bright, especially after what happened last weekend in Chicago where this really all started. And apparently Donaldson has a, a history with this team from when he was with Minnesota. So, uh, a terrible job of him was reading the room. Even if he truly was thinking it was a joke, you had to know Anderson hated you from last weekend. Why did you think it was going to be okay to do it this weekend? I mean, it's strange. The whole situation is strange. But uh, I doubt very much that the Yankees are just making this up. I don't think the Players Association will let them get away with it anyway. Uh, so, I doubt it. It did go through my mind that it's awfully convenient like I said, if not for Higashioka and Gallo going on COVID yesterday, I would buy this more. Yeah. I, you know what? I think it's easy to sort of you know, mistrust everything that goes on in today's day and age. But at the same point in time, as, I, as you stated, the union would be getting involved. Donaldson would flip out and stuff. right? Like, like he'd be like, hey, listen, I'm not losing money for this. And, but, they, you know, 
Um, let me ask you, though. And Listen, LaRusa. I think the, the White Sox were pissed. They don't like him. It's not the first time. It's you know, listen. There's time. More and more teammates are coming out and saying we didn't like him when he was here, etc. And you have to ask yourself. He has been in a lot of clubhouses over the past years, and he is a good player. Now you can say, well, he's he's had injury problems too, but you know what I mean? Like you know, he, he had injury problems with the Jays, but the Jays didn't really. You know, he seemed to wear out his welcome with the Jays. I don't know what happened in Oakland. We go down the list, etc. But whatever, he's a competitor. But no one's ever called him a racist. Um, and and honestly, and I don't want to say, oh, you can't. How can he be racist? Because you know he has a friend or whatever. But uh, the fact is, George, one of his best friends in the game actually is Marcus Stroman, right? So. Um, like him and Strowman were were tight. They were on the Jays together and stuff. And so, but I think I think that Anderson was offended. And as white guys, it's always hard for us, isn't George? Too, you know, we can't tell people what to be offended by, right? So that that's another thing too. But I didn't look at it. Like I said, you we spoke on Twitter. It was smack talk. He said it sarcastically. You know, it's funny how Donaldson said, oh, I thought, you know, it was funny and we were friends to him saying after, I'm tired of him talking to me, right? Basically, he goes, I basically got tired of this guy talking smack to me all the time. He goes, this guy's been talking for years to me. And, you know, and then LaRusa, though, they just should have said, I said the other night, they just should have said, we didn't like what was said. There was comments made. We'll leave it at that, right? Larusa coming out and saying, "Oh, he's racist." And he said, "He said racial, ra- racist comments." It's like those—that's strong words, Skip and Coach. And then, you know, he throws it out there. And clearly, let's not forget, George, the White Sox are underachieving this year, right? And I know it sounds corny and cliche and stuff, but athletes and teams do use this stuff. Anything that they can use to come together, right? These guys, us versus the world type stuff, whatever it takes. If, like, you can't reach the room, I hate to, you know what I mean? But I, I think it's kind of crazy to play the race card to do it if I'm LaRusa. Like, the players were already fired up enough as it is. LaRusa didn't need to say what he said after. It was pretty inflammatory. I'd be pissed if I was Donaldson about LaRusa after the fact. But, and then, George, the, the Yankees. The Yankees, I said, too, man, whatever. You guys have had a nice, smooth operation this year. No controversy. Suddenly, you've lost three games in a row. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, for the Yankees, that's that's the ding, ding, ding right there. Right? It was oh, Everything was smooth sailing here. Now, yeah. what, three days? Now, you have this controversy, but now all the injuries they weren't getting early on, they're getting hit with over and over and over. You lost five people now in three days. So uh, it's, it's a coincidence more than anything else. I don't think what he said is racist. I think it's bonehead, not reading the roots, stupid. I don't know what's going on, exactly what's going on between him and the White Sox in the past. I do remember the article, though, that Tim Anderson came out where he compares him with Jackie Robinson. I forget the context, so I'm not going to go off on him about it. But I remember thinking, wow, that, that's ballsy, you know, to compare yourself to Jackie Robinson. So I remember thinking that, but yeah, it was nothing. And I could see. No, but he basically said he was talking about, and it's, and he's in a sense. Listen, there's only one Jackie Robinson, right? But he's just, you know, he loves Jackie Robinson, and he's he's inspired by him. But in a sense, there's not a lot of African American baseball players. There just isn't. And I remember this when I was doing the, I was covering the Expos. I was in a clubhouse. It was uh, Ron Calloway. Uh, who's you know a black African American outfielder, and I was talking to him about like football or the NFL or something, and he goes, "Man, it's tough being like the only brother here." And I said, "What do you mean the only brother?" And I pointed, I was like, "I said, what about?" I pointed Vladimir Guerrero and Orlando Cabrera and Bartolo Colon. There was all these guys there, and I said, "What do you mean the only brother?" And he goes, "He goes, man, they're Dominican." He goes, that's just not the same, man, right? And if you look, George, like the participation of African-Americans in baseball, like from what it was in like, think of the 70s, bro, right? Our, like the, the, the era that we always wax poetic about. It was a, there was a ton of like black American players. You know what I mean? Yeah, George Foster, Jim Rice, yeah, Alice Valentine, Tim Raines, Andre Dawson. Like we, we can go on and on and on here, George. On and on, on and on and on. And it's it's become more and more and more Hispanic and and less black uh, over the years. 
And then the other thing was, don't forget, Anderson was one of these guys where it was a big deal just because he wore his hat sideways, George, right? So that's what he was getting at. I'm trying to bring fun back to the game. I'm one of the few brothers. I'm sort of like the modern Jackie. You know, I'm an outcast. You know, it's not for a white guy to tell him that and say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, it's not racist. It's just being a jerk. It's bonehead. It's not re- especially after what happened. This one really bothers me. After what happened last weekend, where the benches cleared last weekend, and Donaldson was in the wrong there, too. People don't remember the play. There was a play at third base where I think Anderson was saving, and Donaldson sort of pushed him off the base. I mean, it's like, and I, I remember watching, like, what are you doing? You just don't see that. And I was like, what are, what are you doing? What's going, what's going through your head when you're doing this? And Anderson took offense to it, and away we went. You know, uh, it just, it, I said, I think it's just not reading the room. I, he may, in his head, really, truly believe, oh, I'm just trying to bring a lot of levity to the situation. I'll call him Jackie. I'll call him that in the past. But they're not teammates. They're not friends. It would be different. And I made the example to you on Twitter where if you went on to Howard Stern and said, I'm the, uh, you know, I'm the Howard Stern of sports uh, gambling talk. And then when I come on the show tonight, I call you Howard. That's different. You and I are teammates. We are friends. But those two aren't. You know, so they said bonehead and stupid. And as a Yankee fan, I said, I'm not thrilled about it. I said, I didn't want Donaldson in the first place. He had problems with Cole, too, remember? With the, uh, the sticky stuff. And apparently he also had problems <laughs> with Giolito. He came out after he had a homer of Lucas Giolito last year. As he was running around the bases, he said something, no more sticky stuff, no more glue. And he was screaming out there, dugout and stuff like that. So they hate him. And, you know, and I think they were looking for a reason to get him. And they but got that's him. the thing. That a guy like Donaldson, and for the record, actually, I like the Howard Stern reference, but was the, uh, for the record, uh, Forbes, Forbes Magazine, um, a couple of years ago, referred to me as the Stephen A. Smith of sports gambling talk. I was going to use for, that reference, by the way. Just, just for the record. Appropriate. <laughs> that was my first I name. I swear to God, I'll send you the story. I with you. When I, when, I wrote, when I wrote that thing on Twitter, my first thing I thought it was Stephen A. Smith. I'm like, oh, I better leave Stephen A. out of this. You know, that was the first thing because that's, that's who you remind me of. But I'm like, uh, probably not a good, uh, probably not a good analogy there. I like Stephen A. And he makes 12 million a year as well. Uh, yeah, I can find it. Morenci, the Stephen A. Smith of, uh, of Sports Talk Radio. Uh, of sports betting talk radio. It was in Forbes like uh, two, three years ago. I can punch it up. I'm going to find it. I'm going to read the exact headline. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Ridge. 
I told everybody in our chat. See, we've got uh, we've got a bot that comes in here and is soliciting. It says like uh, send junk pics to girls with us and uh, live naked girls and stuff like that. And it seems like if you report anybody, it doesn't really matter on YouTube. You got to get more serious about it. So you can't just say unwanted spam. So it has the option. So I told people, yes, unwanted pornography. And uh, now people are all just like, they're all bumping him now for, for harder offenses. Because that's how, that's how they'll pay attention, actually. And I've noticed he disappeared right now. Anyways, you're in the wrong chat room, all right? This is not the right chat room to, solic to solicit some sort of sex chat. Uh, all of our guys only spend their money. Listen, if they wanted to be in a sex chat, they already would be, number one. Uh, number two, they spend all their money on uh, on betting, okay? So unless, yeah, if you have naked betting going on, then we'll come over. I'm telling you right now. Come up with some naked betting type of thing, and you know what? I, we won't even kick you out of the chat, and we'll all say, all right, I'm interested, George. I'm interested. Naked, naked wrestling? What naked, naked rules about this naked betting stuff, by the way? Because this, this has raw mental images all over the place. Yeah, it can't be anything naked betting. You're right. Like, not anything. Not like the old Olympic days where they were naked. It's true. Like, like I, I, don't, I don't need to see some dudes rolling around and stuff. Yeah, like, there you go. There yeah, you yeah go. it's just caught. Like, I don't want to be sexist. And same thing for the women. Same vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Uh, optional. Optional. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever been to a new beach before. It's not all what it's cracked up to be. Let's just put it that way. No, it's not. <laughs> it's one of those... I've been to a couple of new beaches. It's like I, I want to leave. This isn't. Uh, this isn't what I. It's not what I envisioned. It's not what I was hoping for. You think life's like a beer commercial or something, Jordan? I'm like, oh, it's gonna be great. The naked part of the beach is just down there. Uh, I was in. I was two. I was in Portugal once. I was in Mexico once too. And they told me, oh, yeah, it's a big party down there. It's, it's kind of wild and stuff. I was like, oh, I'll go. Let me walk down there and check this out. Walked over. I was sort of like, I was like that gif of Homer Simpson walking backwards. <laughs> like, it's like, like, people were like, hey, welcome. I'm like, hey, you guys do your thing here. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the, I'm going to go back to the close side. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back to the other side. Uh, of this thing. Turn it Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, George Kurtz, uh, what is so, uh, George, uh, San Diego, San Diego just won 3-2. Uh, you like that result? I do because I took uh, the in-game under 6.5. It's nice to have a win on the way out. What do you think? I had nothing on the game, so I don't mind it. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I wasn't thrilled. The Brewers did have bases loaded. Nobody out at the top of the inning and didn't score a run. So, uh, I guess for some reason, I don't want them to win more than the Padres, but I had nothing on the game. So, other than Were you playing DFS? I don't play, you know, now I used to play a lot of DFS before gambling became legal in New York. You know, now I, I, I know DFS is ultimate gratification as well, but I don't need to beat 100 other people now, you know, to win a tournament. I just need them to win my bet. So I rarely play. I still play a lot of DFS football, but even that's tougher to do because you want to get all your bets in Sunday morning. I don't have time to put in lineups as well here. So, uh, no, I don't play as much DFS as I used to. I used to love DFS. But I am in uh, year-long fantasy leagues or week-long uh, in certain cases. So, uh, fantasy is still a big part of what I do. But uh, not as much DFS. I told myself this past uh, football season uh, that um, I was going to play more DFS. I was going to get back into it a bit more. Just football, like the millionaire stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, take a shot. It's like a lottery ticket. That yeah, I, I, I should do that. You're right. Play like five teams, hundred bucks or whatever, twenty bucks a piece. You know, I mean, it's not even like that. Was that promos, this and that, whatever. But like, um, it's tough though. Like you said, like at least football. I've always found. Listen, baseball is baseball bad. Basketball is really hard, George. Basketball is really hard. Like it's you've got to be like perfect, perfect, perfect. You got guys with you know fifteen hundred lineups and and I and baseball is such a thinking man sport to begin with. It takes so much time to go through the lineups on a daily basis. Blah blah blah. And I'm not saying that football, that Ricky Sanders and these guys or Dink Myers not going to have you know 15,000 lineups on a Sunday. But they've got all those algorithms. Yeah, yeah, but at the same, exactly. Like, I asked them, how do you even put on those teams, that many teams at once? And oh, it's just do it at once like this. Uh, but my, my point is, football, the common man has a shot, George. But like, out of the millionaire makers, like, half of them are won by the common man. And the other half are won by sort of the, the D, you know, DFS pros type thing. Because, you know, it's very random. 
like for the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You can do all the analytics you want and stuff and the prep work going in, but yeah, I mean, you don't know who's going to return two interceptions for a touchdown. It'll be the difference or a random, random backup running back. I remember a guy won the Millionaire Maker, George, and his team was all guys that are from Pennsylvania. That either played at Penn State or Pitt or from Pennsylvania. There, that, there's his algorithm for you. And he won. It was like Darren, Darren Sproles had like three punt returns for a touchdown one day for the Eagles or something. You know I mean, it was one of those. It was like, are you kidding me? Like he, he just did everything Pennsylvania and he won. Really. <laughs> But when I do play game, I I don't do stuff like that. But I am I'm not taking what you know I'm not taking what everyone else is taking because everyone else, you're not going to win that way. You do have to find some, as you said. Oh, I believe it. Weird I guy believe it. That comes out of nowhere. That you, no one oh, no one saw this guy. You know, a third string running back scoring two touchdowns or whatever it might be. Or a defense, as you would say, scoring a couple of touchdowns. That is in my mind how you win those things. And I uh, that's one thing I should play more often. But generally, I, I even forget to do that. It's just it's hard. You got. You know, on a regular Sunday, even during the bye weeks, you get at least 10 games, right? So it's hard to get all your bets in for the games. The problem, it takes hours just to do that. You got to put like the DFS in on like a Friday night type thing. You got to get it out of the way and just put it in. You know what I mean? There's always, then you got to see the injury. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, that creates me more. But like you said, then you get into that Sunday morning rush and you got to get all the bets in. I got to be on the air. I got to get the bets in. And then, and not only that, you got to get the bets in. It's like, oh, yeah, I've got three fantasy football teams I got to manage here, too. And then everything's coming at you fast. And then you're like, oh, I would have played DFS. I don't have time. Right? <laughs> Like, then, yeah, I don't have time. Your mind is spinning fast. I don't have time to get all of that shit. Something has to go. And then, like you said, to me, it's for DFS. How many times did it cross your mind too? You're like, I'm not going to win anyway. So, you know what I mean? You, That's you, how many times just, I've done. Justify it. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm not going to win anyways. What's the point? I'm not going to win, right? Like, uh, the most I ever won on the millionaire stuff is uh, fourteen hundred bucks for twenty bucks. Which in betting purposes would be great, but it's weird in DFS purposes. It sort of frustrated me. You know what I mean? Because it means you're not, you're not close to doing something. Yeah, like I was pretty, you're right. I, dude, I was like, real, I thought I was like, oh man, am I going to win like real money tonight for once? And I'm like, no. I ended up, because like you see, like you know, bro, an extra point here and stuff. You fall 300 spots and you know what I mean? Everything, it, it's so fragile. But I'm just saying, the football, you do have a random shot and it's fun. It's like a lottery ticket. Put it this way, guys. You have a better chance of winning this than you do the lottery and you can become a millionaire. You put 20 bucks in, and I was going to say what you said, George, and I did it. Me and Corey used to do it, Parson, where we would play like our best lineups and stuff. But I would always basically, George, play the worst stiff on the board, bro, and I'd stack them. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, man, a couple of times I had, like, big, like, weeks and stuff, but it wasn't enough because like, I didn't get everybody right. You got to, like you said, you got to go balls deep on it. But, like, so, like, basically, like, this year, like, just stack Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson and go, oh, well, the Jets suck. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, like, bite the bullet sometimes on it. I'm taking Taylor Heineke and, and McLaurin. You know what I mean? And you just got to hope that lightning – yeah. You got to hope that lightning strikes and they get into a track meet shootout that week, bro. There's nothing worse than having a good, uh, a good lineup and you have 18,000 other people have the same lineup as you. And yeah, you're right. not, You automatically can't win then. I know. It's like, oh, Tyreek Hill scored. Yeah, good for you. How many other people have Tyreek Hill? Everybody had Tyreek Hill, right? And you don't want that. You, you, uh, that's what the real deep research. And some of it is just complete luck. You said the guy just picked everybody from Pennsylvania. I mean, that's just that is luck. But sometimes that pays off because we're all going to have the superstars. And there are certain superstars you have to have in your line because the price is too good. But after that, you really need to find that quarterback who no one saw throwing for three hundred. Well, that's the thing. Touchdowns that day, it's tough. You need to have the same guy that everybody else has, but you need to have the hipster guy, not the, the mainstream guy. You need to have the real sharp guy that everybody else has, just to nullify it. That's the whole thing. You know, I want to change from DFS, but I'm getting bad flashbacks now. Where, bro, I'd have these great NBA lineups and I'd be killing it, and I'd look and I'd be head to head against someone. I used to play a lot of head to head stuff, and. Basically, George, we'd have the same lineup except for one player. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you exclude, you know, when you're that thing you hit, all right, just show me, like, the ones we don't have the same. And it'd be come down to one versus one. So the one guy I took for 3200 bucks against the guy you took for 3200 bucks. That's what it came down to all the time. 
Because a lot of people have the same damn lineups, bro, that play this stuff, right? Because you sort of get into a rhythm of it, and you kind of know who's the hip guy of the day, right? We're all in the same. We're all looking at the same prices. Generally, if you're not going to yeah. the same lineup, you're really close because you're down to maybe two guys. And, yeah, maybe you pick the one guy, I pick the other guy. But a lot of times, you know, people – if you play one-on-one, which I actually prefer one-on-one, by the way. I always feel I have a better chance of winning that. Because oh, then you may, you're not going to the same lineup. You have one guy different. At least you know you're not going to tie. That's what we yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I begin to play in a big tournament with hundreds of people, how many same lineups? You know, it's, if it's five or less, I'm okay Did with you that. used maybe to do more. the – when you do the head-to-head – I, I got stupid a couple of times. I'd be like, oh, I'll go head to head for a hundred bucks. I'm not scared. And then I realized, no, oh, dude, like you're you're getting killed here against these guys. Like, don't do that. I I spoke to Dinkmeyer once, like uh, in a bar, like not even on the air. I was sort of like asking him. I said, so what what you know do you stay away from and stuff? And he basically told me that like anything like in the ten, he admitted to playing twenty five dollar head to heads. Because he said it's easy to beat them. and But he said it's not worth his time to do the $10 stuff. You know what I mean? He said, I don't have time to be entering stuff for like $10. And like, you know what I mean? Like, so the head-to-heads. So I used to like end up with like 200 of these things charged to $5 once. Because I'd be like, all right, at least I'm going to play some stiff for 5 bucks. But even then, you're still playing someone that's good. Like, the DFS is up. It's a shark pool of sharks, that stuff, George. Like I said, uh, I went away from it. I mean, uh, it had a, a bad rep for a while because of all the guys. You mentioned Drew, Dinkmeyer, Ricky Sand, all the algorithms they were doing, playing thousands upon thousands of lineups. It, it got frustrating for a while. And once gambling became legal here, I said, why not just win by one bet? I'm not, I'm not competing against anybody. I don't care if you win your bet, too. Yep. Yeah, we both win. We both have the same amount of money. We're not splitting the money. Right? So that's, that's, that's why gambling makes more sense to me. So I don't have to worry about uh, not only making the right lineup, but also beating 10 other people. I don't need to beat anybody except the spread. That's all I need to beat. Those. So that's why I go with that. A lot of those DFS guys switched switched over to um, switched over to prop betting because it's the same thing, right? They so they yeah they're taking their fantasy knowledge and saying you know what. Like you just said, they realize I don't have to worry about a contest in a tournament. I know this guy's going to go over three and a half receptions, right? I'm going to hammer this. <laughs> and those guys have money. And I swear to God, as a prop player, nobody, the props used to never move, George. Now it's like a freaking, it's like Studio 54 on Saturday night now, props. They move all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Like, like uh, they, uh, people are all over this prop stuff because of movement. And it's, it's the DFS guys with money they are doing it. My boy Bovey, this guy's putting like $2,000 down on player props. Like one prop. Yeah, that, it's, it's, it's a sharp market. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Well, let's get to some pucks here. Colorado Avalanche, victorious this evening, as were the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning sweep the Florida Panthers. Lightning have now won um, 10 consecutive playoff uh, series. Uh, George, the all-time record, New York Islanders, 19. 19 well playoff. Well uh, Go yeah. away, Tampa Bay. Go away. But they're going to the finals again. So they, if they win the cup, that will make 12 in a row. And then if they would win, so you know what? Even if they, you know, even if they would win again next year, it would win be next season and then losing the finals the year after that. So they got a long ways to go. But yeah, still, but nobody. I, I, like to, I think I see them go away. Nobody cares about the. Uh, nobody cares about the, the 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 series stuff. It's about if they can get the four cups in a row. Yeah, uh, like I said, I don't see Carolina or uh, the Rangers beating them. I don't. So I think they go into the finals. The question is, can they beat uh, you know Colorado, Edmonton, whoever it's going to be here? Uh, yes. And yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, they can. I don't. I, they're going to win again. They're doing this without uh, Brandon Point too, right? He's still out, and now they get at least a week off. I would think here to get him healthy and get well rested. Good for them. I mean, I thought Gabe. I really thought Florida would give him a better series. You know, I know I was hoping Florida would win here, but uh, they just went through Florida like they weren't even there. Florida were not built for the playoffs, and I'm not right about everything, but anybody that pays attention to what I said, I said time and time and time and time again during the regular season, whenever we talked about futures, I said Florida are not built for the playoffs. So this team is not built for the playoffs. And, you know, I, I saw a couple of stats tonight as far as the highest scoring teams in the NHL. So to the, the, the Panthers scored 337 goals this year, lost. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs scored 312 goals this year, lost in the first round. 2018-19 Lightning were the highest scoring team. They lost in the first round. There's a pattern here. You know I mean, if, you, if you're an offensive, just an offensive team, you're not going to win. And number two, if you win the President's uh, Cup and you, you have the most points in the NHL, it's the kiss of death. It just is. History tells us this. More picks on the other side with Kurtz. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.